Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and I've been waiting for you and I want to say thank you so much for taking this time to be with me as we dive into the Bible and find out how to get into alignment with God's plan for our lives. And I'm teaching a brand new series which is called Dream Thieves, Overcoming Obstacles to Fulfill Your Dreams. And I've been telling you this week that when you launch out to do whatever it is that God's asked you to do, you're going to run into roadblocks and hurdles along the way because the devil doesn't want you to do it. The devil knows if you really do what God is telling you to do, you're going to be blessed. You're going to have more money. People are going to get saved. Great things are going to happen. And he doesn't want any of that to happen. So he throws up obstacles. I call them dream thieves. This series is just so encouraging and it comes with a study guide. And we're offering you also this week my book by the same title, Dream Thieves, Overcoming Obstacles to Fulfill Your Dreams. And I wrote this book when Denise and I and our sons moved to the Soviet Union. Can you imagine God telling you to pack up your family and leave the United States and move to the Soviet Union, which was the bastion of atheism? and communism, but that's what he told us to do, and we did it. And when we arrived in the Soviet Union, ay-yi-yi, there were so many hurdles, roadblocks, obstacles that we had to push through, and God told us to begin the first Christian television network in that part of the world. Nobody had ever done that before. No one knew how to do that. We had so many obstacles we had to press through, and we did it with the power of God. And in the midst of all of that, I wrote this book. So this is really a living book. It's just filled with life. comes right out of our lives, and I know that it will be a blessing to you. And I'm going to read something to you from this in just a moment. But hey, if you need prayer, I really want you to understand that we want to pray for you. That is a, not a trite statement. We really are praying people. And if you'll ring us right now or send us your email, we're going to release our faith. And Jesus is really going to step into your life and do something wonderful. He promises that he'll respond if we'll call out to him in faith. That's what the Bible says in Jeremiah 33.3. And I want to be your prayer partner. And by the way, pray for us too. But if you'll call us or send us your email, We'll release our faith, and the Lord will do something wonderful. But today I want to read just a little bit from page 48 in this book called Dream Thieves. Listen to this. One reason people never see their dream or vision realized is they never come to a place of divine alignment. That's what I talked about in yesterday's program. And as you align yourself with God, you become more like Him. And God's plan is not just to bless you. Of course, He wants to bless you, but He wants to transform you into the image of Jesus. And when you come into divine alignment with the will of God for your life, it begins to bring transformative changes into your life. And when you receive a word from the Lord, you find out very quickly whether or not you're walking in divine alignment. And yesterday, I told you about that moment when I made the big grand announcement that I was going to move my family to the Soviet Union. I was in a meeting that was exciting and it was so easy to make a big public statement in that environment. But when I got back to the room, it really hit me what I did. I have just publicly announced I'm going to pack my family up and move them to the Soviet Union. What in the world did you do? I'll never forget that night. Oh, the thoughts in my mind. I realized if I don't do it, now they're all going to say I'm disobedient or 
that I really don't know the voice of the Lord. I was so upset, I ended up on my knees hugging the toilet bowl, vomiting the whole night. The Lord was not making me vomit. I was just finding how out of alignment I was that night. I was getting into agreement with God. My body was rebelling. My mind was questioning, but I was jerking myself into alignment so that God and I could be in agreement with his plan for my life. And because we got into agreement, we were able to do it and power begin to flow through our lives. But we find out just how aligned we are with God when we receive a word from him telling us to do something different than we're used to doing. Wow. That's just a little tidbit from this book, Dream Thieves. But hey, I'll be back in just a moment, and I'm looking forward to starting again. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome back to the program. Yesterday, we saw that in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, we are instructed to hold fast the profession of our faith. And those words, hold fast, are translation of the Greek word cat echo. And we've seen that it's a compound of two words. First is the word kata, which always carries the idea of something that's coming down so hard that it's dominating, it's conquering, it is subjugating. The second part of the word is the word echo, which means I have, I hold, I possess. But when you compound the two words together, it forms the Greek word cat echo, which here is translated hold fast and a picture of someone who has found their dream. They've found their promise. They are so thrilled. So they wrap their arms around it and say, it's mine. I have it. I possess it. They feel such a euphoria. But to make sure no one takes it away from them, they restrain it. They hold it tight. They sit on it. They do everything they can to keep that dream because the dream thieves of life have a way of taking our dreams away from us. And yesterday, we saw there are four primary dream thieves which speak to all of us. Now, there are more, but these four have a way of speaking to all of us. Number one, the dream thief of time. When time has a way of gnawing away at you and time says, this is never going to happen. If it was going to happen, surely it would have already happened. Just let it go. Dream thief number two, the voice of the devil himself, who says, this is just your imagination. You've just concocted this. God did not really speak to you. He's trying to get you to release your grip on the dream which God has given you. Then dream thief number three, your friends, the voice of your friends. Your friends love you. They may really be concerned about what you're about to do, so they may try to give you a more balanced perspective and talk you out of it. And dream thief number four, your family. Your family knows you. They've known you a long time. They've seen you say you're going to do things in the past that you did not do. And now you say you're going to do something else, but this time you've really heard from the Lord, but they remember your past behavior. And they think, ah, oh, here we go again. And they don't want you to make another mistake. So they may try to talk you out of it. And by the way, your family is your family. They love you. Don't argue with them. Don't rebuke them. Thank them for expressing their concern. But you have to stick with what God has told you to do. You have to hold fast to the confession of, your faith. 
Well, now I want you to open your Bible to Hebrews chapter 10, and we're going to pick up right here. And when we come to Hebrews chapter 10, we find the writer of Hebrews was writing to a group of believers who had grabbed hold of the promise of God. And they were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the manifestation of it, which they have not seen yet. And they're so tired. The dream thieves are speaking to them, telling them to release it, to let it go, to give up on it. And they're thinking about casting away their faith. And that is why the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 10, verse 35, listen to this. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. But notice he says, cast not away. This is what they were tempted to do. And today, I'm going to talk to you about not giving up on your faith. Even if it seems like it's taking a long time for your dream to come to pass, you stick with what God has told you to do. This phrase, cast not away, is a translation of the Greek word apobalo. The word apobalo means to throw away, to discard, to get rid of something no longer desired, needed, or wanted. It's a picture of them saying, oh, I'm so tired of being in this one place, just camped out on this promise, not seeing the manifestation of it. If I hadn't received this promise from God, I could have gone on with my life. But I've been sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting, and I've just wasted so much time. And now they're tempted just to discard it and throw it away. We find that this word cast not away is also used in Mark chapter 5, verse 50 to describe blind Bartimaeus. And the Bible tells us the blind Bartimaeus was sitting by the way of the road when Jesus passed by. And where blind Bartimaeus was sitting, he was wrapped in a blanket or he was wrapped in a cloth. And when he heard that Jesus was passing by, Mark 10, verse 50 says, and he casting away his garment rose and came to Jesus. What does that mean? It means the garment was in his way. The garment was restricting his movement. The garment was hindering his ability to move on. He took that old garment, that blanket, threw it off of him and said, get this off of me. I want to move. Now that same word is now used in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35, which tells us the believers that are being addressed in this verse were thinking, oh, our life is on standstill. Here we are sitting in the same place we've been in for years, waiting and waiting and waiting for this fairy tale promise to come to pass. It's not come to pass. I'm tired of this. And they're about to take their confession of faith and just rid themselves of it to move on. And the writer of Hebrews says, do not do that. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense, of reward. Well, what does the word confidence mean? It is actually the Greek word parousia, and listen to what it means. It describes a bold, frank, forthright speech. It depicts confidence, someone that is audacious, someone who feels emboldened. It is extraordinarily frank speech or a daring to speak what one thinks and believes even in the face of retribution. It pictures boldness, assurance, unashamed confidence that accompanies unflinching authority. Here we have a person that has heard from the Lord and now from a heart filled with faith, they began to speak. 
The Apostle Paul says, we believe and therefore we speak. When you believe something, it always comes out of the mouth. And when you begin to make a very confident kind of confession, it's bold. It's audacious. You know that God has spoken to you and you declare, this is what I'm going to do. And my friends, that's the way that faith speaks. And the Bible here says, do not cast away your confidence. Don't rid yourself of a positive confession of faith, which hath great recompense of reward. The word great is a form of the Greek word mega. It describes something enormous, something great, something giant. And the words recompense of reward is the word for money or salary or a payment that is due. It denotes a reward that is given for a job well performed. And here is what we find. Payday is coming. And if you'll stay in faith, a day is coming when God will see to it that you receive what is due to you. So don't cast away your confidence because it has a giant, enormous recompense of reward. And there's something else about this phrase, recompense of reward. It also depicted a reimbursement, a settlement, a reparation, being reimbursed for an expense that you've paid out of your own pocket, which means if you feel like you've wasted time along the way or you've spent a lot of money that you didn't have to spend, but yet you've stayed in faith, God is going to reimburse you for that time. God's going to reimburse you for all of those expenses. God will see to it that you have a great recompense of reward, and that's why you mustn't cast away your confidence. Then when you come to verse 36, it says, for you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Well, I would just imagine that these believers may not have appreciated that verse when they first read it because they've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And now the writer of Hebrews says, let me tell you what you need. You have need of patience. <laughs> and the word need is a form of the Greek word krea, which depicts a lack, a deficit, or a shortage. He's identifying their need. You have a need, you have a lack, you have a shortage of patience, and the word patience is the word hupomene. Ay, ay, ay. The word hupo means to be under something. The word meno means to stay in one particular spot. But when you compound the words together, it pictures a person that's under some kind of a heavy load that's trying to bend them or break them, but mental they've resolved, I'm not going to move, I'm not going to budge. It means to stay or to abide, to remain in one spot, to keep a position, to resolve to maintain territory that's been gained. And in a military sense, it pictures soldiers who were ordered to maintain their positions even in in the face of fierce combat, to defiantly stick it out regardless of the pressure mounted against it. It is staying power, hang in their power, the attitude that holds out, holds on, outlasts, perseveres, hangs in there, never giving up and refusing to surrender to obstacles and turning down every opportunity to quit. That's what patience is. A better translation would probably be endurance. It is the ability just to stay put, to not bend, to not break, to not budge, to not flinch until you have seen your promise come to pass. And this verse says you have need of endurance. Hang in their power. And my friends, 
Sometimes you just need to stay put. And I'm going to tell you that this word patience, the Greek word hupomene, was called the queen of virtues by the early church because they understood it was not a question of if they would win. It was just a question of when they would win. They were holding out. They were defiantly sticking to the word of God, hanging in there at all costs. And guess what? Eventually all the dream thieves passed and they got their victory. My friends, hupomene, endurance, is powerful and you need it if you're going to receive the promise of God. In fact, this verse says, you have need of patience that after you've done the will of God. What is the will of God? Doing what God has told you to do, believing what God has told you to believe. It says, after you've done this, you will receive the promise and the word receive, the Greek word komizo, which means to receive what is due or to receive what one has coming to him. Well, what do you have coming to you? If the dream you're holding on to is healing, you have healing coming to you. If the dream that you're holding on to is ministry, you have ministry coming to you. If the dream that you're holding on to is marriage, you've got marriage coming to you. What you hold on to that God put into your heart, it's coming to you if you don't bail out before you receive it. But if you'll stay in faith, my friends, you're going to receive what you have coming to you. And then when you come to verse 37, it adds, for yet a little while, and he that will come, will come and will not tarry. Notice when it says a little while. Do you know what the Greek says? In a very, very little, little, little while, it's the Greek word mikron. It describes something very small, very tiny. It's where we get the word microscopic. In a microscopic amount of time, that thing that you're believing for is coming. It's going to come and it will not tarry. And when it says will not tarry, the Greek literally says it will not be late. It will not be delayed. It will not be chronologically out of order. God has a timetable. It's going to show up right on time. Wow. Then verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. What does that mean to draw back? Well, it is the word hupostella, which means to shrink back. It pictures one who is withdrawing, retreating, regressing, receding, backing away from, backsliding, or recoiling from something. One who reverses his direction to move backward instead of forward, to back off and retreat from an object, a principle, or a task. And the Bible says if any man draws back from what he's been told to do and what he's been told to believe, God will have no pleasure in him. It means no pleasure, no delight in him whatsoever. And then in verse 39, it says, but... We are not of them who draw back under perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And in this verse, we find out what happens when you release the promise. It says you draw back unto perdition. Ah, the word perdition is the Greek word apoleia. It describes something that is ruined, rotten, and decomposing. It is used to describe the stench of a decaying animal or a dead human body. It is a loath loathsome, putrid, vulgar, disgusting, nauseating smell, something in the process of perishing, something doomed, rottenness, ruining, or decaying. 
And my friends, when you back off from your faith and release what God has told you, it puts you in a very negative state, a stinking state in your life. But the writer of Hebrews says, but on the other hand, we are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Wow. We're of them that believe. That word believe is a form of the Greek word pistis, which is the same word for faith. Faith is a force that is moving forward. When you understand the word faith in Greek, it is never in retreat. The whole nature of the word faith is something that is moving forward. I say faith is like a bullet that's been shot out of the gun. Once you shoot it, you can't pull it back. It's going to move forward. And when you release your faith, it propels you into a forward movement. If you're moving in retreat, then you're not in faith. Faith keeps you moving forward. And this verse says, them that believe to the saving of the soul. Well, the soul is where our problem is. The word soul, the Greek word suke, it's where you get the word psychology, but in Greek, it describes the mind, the will, and the emotions. It's our mind that listens to the dream thieves. It's our mind that is lambasted by the dream thief of time. And then by the voice of the devil, the voice of our friends, the voice of our family, our mind gets confused. But my friends, if you'll follow your faith, your faith will take you into the reality. It will take you into the manifestation of the dream that you've been waiting for. So don't pull back on your faith. Don't throw away your faith. You stay in faith because my friends, if you'll stay in faith, you'll have a great recompense of reward. Say amen. Hey, right now my announcer is going to tell you how you can get our resources today and even more and then I want to pray for you. Many people start out with a God-given dream and a passion to see that word from the Lord fulfilled in their lives. But the longer it takes for the dream to come to pass, the less their hearts burn for it, until sadly they release God's dream for their lives altogether, letting it slip out of their hearts and hands and into oblivion. You need to know as you pursue your dream that you'll encounter dream thieves that will try to steal the dream from your heart. And in this 10-part series, Dream Thieves, Rick Renner will show you how to identify these dream thieves and how to overcome each of them. In this series, you'll learn how to hold fast to the dream God put in your heart, how to identify dream thieves that come to steal your dream, how to come into divine alignment with God's plan for your life, how to take steps to fulfill your dream. This practical and helpful 10-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we're also offering you the 254-page book, Dream Thieves, for $15. As you read this book, God's purpose for your life will be so stirred up in you that you'll put questions and fears aside and begin to aggressively pursue what God has been telling you to do. Don't miss these exciting offers, the series Dream Thieves and the updated book Dream Thieves. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. In many cases, Christmas has become the battleground in the ongoing culture war. Christmas has become happy holidays, and even the word Christmas has been canceled. In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas, The Rest of the Story, Rick reminds us of the true reason for the season, the birth of Jesus. 
Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas the Rest of the Story invites you to explore the Christmas story as you interact with the story across nearly 300 decorated pages. With Rick's scholarly insight on the familiar story, you'll get a fresh, deep, and new understanding of the Nativity story and the powerful message of the Gospels. The Christmas story is the most important story ever told. It is just miraculous. And with this wonderful, fully illustrated book, you will learn so much and you'll want to share it with others. When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you will receive the eternal story of Christmas, now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake. Bound in a landmark large format book, you can emphasize the true meaning of Christmas to your friends and family. This sweeping portrait of the Christmas story takes readers on an illuminating journey into that first holy night and ultimately the redemption story of God's love. Great as a gift or enhancing your own traditions, pre-order the book today, Christmas, the rest of the story for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer. Get your copy today. This is Rick Renner and my friends right now, we're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that. Thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that. Thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Our ministry has never had debt. The reason we've been able to do what we've done is because we've never had to service debt. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. You know, it's never about buildings. It's about having an anchor where the Word of God can go forth. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world. And from that facility, we're producing TV programs, social media, we're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust. And it's very important that we retire that debt as quick as possible because it will liberate funds for the preaching of the word to the ends of the earth. And that is what we're called to do. And today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of the giving team. Today we've covered so much material. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. The Word of God is just so wonderful. But hey, I want you to get the entire series, which is 10 parts, and it comes in multiple formats. The series is called Dream Thieves, Overcoming Obstacles to Fulfill Your Dreams. It's so practical and just encouraging. You'll listen to it and listen to it again and again and really get this teaching down deep inside you. And it comes with a study guide, which will help you to do that. And we're also offering you my book by the same name called Dream Thieves, Overcoming Obstacles to Fulfill Your Dreams. 
order these by going online or by giving us a call. And remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, a partner is anyone who regularly financially supports our ministry to help us take this teaching to people around the world. And my friend, we really need your help. Would you please become a partner? And the moment you become a partner, we're going to send you two books. My book, which is called Life in the Combat Zone, which is dedicated to partners, and Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. We always send those two books to anyone who becomes a part of our wonderful partner family. So welcome. But let me pray for you right now. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that we are not to cast away our confidence, but we are to stay in faith. Lord, I thank you that what is due to us is really coming to us. Help us to stay in faith until we receive the manifestation in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Oh, tomorrow is going to really be good. Please don't miss tomorrow. But until then, remember Ecclesiastes 8.4. It says, where the word of a king is, there is power. Thank you for joining Rick Renner today. For more information about Renner Ministries and product resources, visit renner.org and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.